Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee, and welcome to 2023. We are glad to be back with you guys. Thanks for being patient while we took a month off for I've been holidays trying, and been various things. I've been trying to tell things. you that we needed to get going on this. <laughs> yeah. No, we we just we got to, we just got busy and. Um, we're ready to get rolling on podcasts for 2023, and it will be fun. And we've got a lot of good things planned this year. We're honored that you listen, and we're thankful that some of you have reached out and said, where are y'all? So uh, as we adjust and move around a little bit and try to get our, our seating lined out, we'll uh, we'll get rolling on this in a minute. So a couple of things, highlights of uh, we had a good Christmas. We had all our family in, had our grandkids, which... Uh, we love when our grandkids come see us, and uh, we have kicked off with a new book. New book is doing fantastic. If you've not heard about it, it is called The Daily Marriage Challenge, and we have got rave reviews, which we love. Yeah, uh, we're going through it together um, for the next couple of months, doing a, a little challenge a day, and been good for us. Writing some notes in there to each other and highlighting some things. And um, so it's been I noticed good. on one of the days, um, I think it was talking about not taking your spouse for granted. Uh, you wrote something really sweet about me on Facebook and it made me feel good. And I thought, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we're, we're, we're following, doing what we need to that, do. That was kind of the well. challenge for the day. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. So if you haven't checked out that book, it's available on Amazon. Uh, if you live someplace other than uh, North America and you're going, when will we get this book? We're hoping maybe by the end of the month to have it available on Kindle where you can download it digitally. Yes. Um, it is better in paperback form because you can write in it and, and we take notes and stuff and we have a place for you to write notes and you can't write on your Kindle. Yeah, but if you've got it in, in that form, then get you a little notebook journal where you can jot down some notes and write down you know, what you want to focus on uh, and that kind of stuff. That's right. And you know what else we're doing in less than two weeks? I do know. Yes, it's coming up quick. Uh, in about a week and a half, we are going to be on our second uh, marriage cruise with uh, Wayne and Tammy Roberts, uh, who are also going to be speaking and doing some classes on sh- healthy marriages, stronger marriages. Uh, yeah. So we are really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Can't. It's sold out, and we're excited about that. I think, We've, yeah, you had somebody reach out to you yesterday uh, asking about, is it too late for us to go on this thing? And uh, actually, yes, our travel agent had to just cut off. You know, she had to have a cutoff time so she can get everything done on her end that needs to be done. So we were, so. we're glad we got a, a, a full crew going, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we have one more thing, and we'll get rolling on this. Uh, we are going to be in Jasper, Alabama on the 2nd and 3rd of February. We're excited about that. It's going to be a big workshop. We've already got a lot, 130 folks signed up, I guess. It's going to be a big crowd. We're excited about it. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about marriage goals for this coming year. Uh, if you want to call it a New Year's resolution, if you want to call it a uh, picking a word for the year. A lot of people do that. I don't know if you've seen that floating around on on social media where people, you know, pick their word for the year. Uh, I actually picked one this year. Your word? We, we've done this in the past. I, What's your word I, for the I year? Can I ask word. this? Um, so 
I just have been kind of focusing on organization. And so that's kind of going to be my focus. Um, And I thought, well, what can my word be? I don't want my word to just be like organized. That's pretty dull. Uh, So after some thought and some prayer, I picked the word transform. Because not only do I want my closets and my drawers and all of those kinds of things to be transformed, um, I'm also reading through the Bible uh, this year. I'm doing the Bible recap. Some of you know about that uh, Bible reading plan that you can uh, download the app. So I'm doing that, and I chose uh, Romans 12.2 kind of as the verse. Uh, Don't copy the behavior and and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect, Romans 12.2. So transform is the word there. Uh, not only do I want to, like I said, organize, transform things physically uh, to make things function better, I want to transform my mind and let God let God mm-hmm. transform me in that way. So I like that. I think that's good. That's my word. While you're transforming your closets and drawers, <laughs> will you transform mine while yeah, you're at it? You're, you're going to be like coming into the kitchen to get something and going, where did you move yes. this? Now, my wife is already pretty organized. So, so your word might need to be patience, right? That's it. As you learn to find all of the things the that I move stuff. on you this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but when we come to when we're talking about marriage and we're talking about some some goals, these are some goals that are just good generic goals, right? And I like the word goals better than a than a resolution, maybe. But I think the beginning of the year is a great time to focus on, you know, what is something that I can really focus on and make a goal to work on all throughout the year. And I think that's great when you apply it to your marriage. You think, you know, there's so many things. There's so many things we need to work on. Well, we're going to give you a list of, of several, but really we, we just want you to focus on one. And whether you pick one as a couple to, for both of you to focus on or whether you say, well, you know, I need to work more on this one and, and maybe you need to work more on this one, you know, and then we'll compare notes and and whatever so i think that sounds good uh for goals to be accomplished yes um we have to be intentional it's easy at this time of year just to go i'm going to do better on this Mm -hmm. and and never really put out any effort which means we'll have to be intentional at going okay so if i'm going to improve on this how do you you have to make a plan yeah you're gonna have to make a plan have you made a plan with your organization i have i have not gotten it onto paper so i probably need to do that but i yes i in in my mind there's a plan. okay that's good that's good <laughs> but that's the beginning right I, yeah it's, that's exactly yes right. i need and to so, yeah. i need to be better about scheduling times that i can actually you know like i'm gonna do a one drawer a week or or whatever it is so yeah well i'm a fan of uh i call them new year's resolutions new year goals um i think they do work because sometimes i think what you do is you need a fresh start at times um i remember vividly now, we're going to tell a little on our age. Back in about 1995, for some people, you're going, whoa, that's a long time ago. Um, I was a husband and a father whose weight had ballooned up to about 260, 265 pounds, heaviest I'd ever been. And my doctor, in a really nice way, said, this ain't good. You need to fix some things and change some things. And 
I spent uh, the first week of January praying, Lord, help me to uh, make my goal this year to lose some weight and started walking and then started running. And actually by about May, maybe June, I had lost uh, close to 50, 60 pounds. You did um, awesome of working really hard and I try still hard today to keep a bunch of that off. And so it can be done, but you've got to be intentional. I can't just go, I think I want to lose weight tomorrow and expect to wake up in the morning and have lost weight. Mm -hmm. It takes getting your booty in gear. And so as we talk about marriage ones, what's number one on the top of our list? So number one is focus on God more. Focus on God more. I love that. Yes. In fact, we've talked about a podcast possibly next week of we have just this. We we've got a whole outline, and so we thought, well, we'll just move, you know, from from this one right on into that one. If you think yes, that's the one. That's the one for us as a couple. That's what we're going to do. That's our goal for this year. Uh, then you're going to want to tune into our next episode uh, because we're going to give some details on that. Yeah. But just just very quickly and very simply. To focus on God more, uh, you need to be going to worship together. You need to be uh, praying together. You need to uh, find you a couple's devotional book or simply open your Bibles and read your Bibles together. Um, ah, that's good. Take I turns mean, reading a, a chapter or a paragraph. Right. Uh, it's easy to say God's number one in our life, but never do anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um do some stuff, you know, read your Bible, do a couple's devotional book. There's so many good ones out there. Um, but do something to focus more on God. And yeah. as you've heard it said, you're listening right now, and I know you know this illustration. Um, it's a little bit like a triangle with a husband and wife in the bottom corners of the triangle and God at the top of the triangle. And the closer that a husband and wife focuses on growing closer to God, as they go up that triangle, they just get closer to one another. That's, That's right. just common sense that takes place. And we will be the first to tell you that when our relationship with God is kind of what it's supposed to be and we're focusing really hard on Him and talking about God and talking about our faith and talking about things, that our relationship seems to click better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got a little couple at church that is doing as a family. Uh, they wanted to focus on God more as a family this year and they're taking uh, a verse maybe two or three verses and a thought and they I don't know if they're doing this at the dinner table or but sometime in the evening they're sitting down together as a family they're they're reading these verses uh, talking about this thought and 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 what it means to each of them and where they can apply it and I think mm. that's fantastic I do too they, so. they're getting a te- they're getting a they're reading their Bible daily together mm-hmm. they're they're using the Bible app but they, they get a text, and then they look it over, and then when they sit down at supper that night, they talk about what they read today. Yeah. Just incredible. Yeah. So they, they are choosing to focus on God more, and it, it can be simple, something as simple as that. But uh, that's number one. That might be what you what you think that you need to make your goal this year. Yeah. Uh, the second one is? Build your friendship. Build your as friendship. As a husband and a wife. That's a good one. Because that's important. You fell in love because of friendship. Uh, you got married because of friendship. And then a lot of times we get busy doing life and jobs and hobbies and kids and kid stuff, football and basketball and baseball and gymnastics and soccer with kids. And before you know it, we just are raising kids together or doing life together. And that friendship, you gotta, you gotta spend time together to have that friendship and build that friendship. And, it requires, I think, that you 
date, which we'll talk about more, but you take some trips together. Uh, you build memories together. That's the thing about friendship yeah. is memories. Well, friends, friends spend time together. They're, you know, when you think about your closest friends, it's someone that you are in communication with on a regular basis. If you're not, you, you tend to drift apart. Now, now, we have friends that we may only see, you know, once every two or three years, and we can pick right up where we left off. Um, but for the most part, I mean, your friends are people that, that you talk to regularly. And I, and I think that's part of this is, is as friends, uh, you got to be talking. You got mm-hmm. to make time to talk with each other. You've got to do fun stuff together. That's what you do with friends. You, you hang out, you do fun stuff. So um, yeah, have fun together. Yeah. Uh, so if that's what you want to focus on this year is your friendship, your, you know, talking more, having more fun together, spending more time together, um, then there you go. Make a plan. Make a plan. You've got to build the friendship. The better the friendship, the better the marriage. I believe that. Uh, number three, which ties into this, we talk about this a lot, but we're going to talk about it again today because there is so much misinformation and false information out there. You need to be dating more. Mm-hmm. And and we get so much pushback from couples going, well, you obviously don't have kids. Well, you obviously have lots of money to pay babysitters. Well, you obviously <laughs> have lots of time to go on dates. And you obviously have lots of money to go to concerts. And we're like... You obviously don't understand dating. It's mm-hmm. it's called being intentional about spending time together. It's uh, cooking a meal together after the kids go to bed. It's eating off the dollar menu because maybe you don't have a whole lot of money in the in the bank account right then. Or making a picnic lunch and going to the park. That's mm-hmm. pretty much free. Uh, but we get so much pushback from couples that get, almost get mad because they go, well, you just have unlimited amount of resources. Um, stay-at-home dates work if you've got kids and you can't find a sitter. Um, put the kids down early for bed and, and play a board game. Don't just go plop in front of the television every right. single night. Right. Uh, dating is healthy for your marriage. It's it's all about that word that you brought up, intentionality. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to be intentional with carving out the time um, because that's that's the main thing. We understand busyness. We we know about that. There were plenty of years that our dates consisted of lunch dates. That was our time. When the kids um, were in school. When they were in school and they were busy, we made it, I mean, we went on lunch dates once or twice a week. Uh, our jobs allowed us to do that. You may not have jobs that allow you to do that, so you're going to have to get more creative. But like Trey said, it's not about, you know, big fancy events um, dates can be simple. They can be very simple. Um, and we have done previous episodes that talk all about dating, and you can go back and look for those. Uh, yeah. Listen to those because we give you lots of ideas. But people, people talk about we just, you know, we don't trust anybody with our kids, and 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 I get that. And maybe you're in a place where you don't know anybody yet. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. But man, one of the one of the blessings of being a part of a church family is. Uh, knowing, you know, preteen and young young girls in the youth group that we have said, hey, come watch our kids. And they said, we'd love to come play with your kids. And, mm-hmm. and uh, having another couple that's got kids the same age as our kids, and we'd tell them, hey, this weekend, uh, we'll watch your kids. Y'all go out for a date, 
Go out overnight. We'll keep the kids. Next weekend, y'all watch mm-hmm. our kids. The kids love it because they get to play together for yeah. you know two nights in a row or two weekends in a row. And and it's just, there's so many options available for that out there if you're willing to just try and just instead of saying, no, nah, it won't work for us. Right. Yeah, there are some options. I will tell you, there are some there are some families out there that are in some tough situations that 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 really put it difficult to date. And I remind you, just be patient. Sometimes those with multiple toddlers, new babies. Uh, if you got a new baby, take that new baby with you. Uh, if you have a special needs child or a special needs person living in your home, then yes, there are some some families that have a great excuse for going. That's just not an option for us. Work around that. Figure out some stay-at-home dates. Figure out some times where, hey, we have an hour alone. What can we do together that we would enjoy having some fun doing? Let's go for a walk. Let's play uh, a board game. Let's go get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. So there are some options. Yes. So if that's what you want to focus on for this year, get after it. Do some more research. Um, yeah. Make a plan. Make a plan there. So the next one, number four. Uh, number four. Maybe this year you need to focus on improving your sexual intimacy. Woohoo! <laughs> and that could mean anything uh, in a sense of most of the time in most marriages, it's not about improving sex itself Mm -hmm. it's not about although it might be it it might be it it can be about hey let's try a new position uh let's try something somewhere you know different part of the house Uh, let's just educate ourselves better exactly let's read a book together oh my goodness that is so good for your marriage but for most couples this is so fixable by saying let's sit down and talk about frequency because the, the thing we hear from couples the most who are frustrated in this area is you have a, a higher sex drive spouse and a lower sex drive spouse. And yes, oftentimes it is a wife we hear from that goes, my husband's just not interested. And the higher sex drive spouse just feels like they're always begging uh, because the lower sex drive, sex drive spouse, maybe the frequency isn't... They're setting the tone for frequency, and that shouldn't be the case. Mm -hmm. It ought to be a mutual decision between both spouses. The low sex drive spouse says, hey, uh, uh, three times a month, and the high sex drive spouse says, hey, how about five times a month, and meet in the middle at four times a month. And so every couple uh, in so many marriages could be improved by simply sitting down and talking about frequency. Yes, Uh, and the key there is talk. Yes. Uh, on on all of these things, really, uh, talking, working out a plan. That's that's got to be, uh, that's got to be the the first step. There is talking. Um, maybe you need to talk to your doctor about some things. Uh, doctors can help in this area. They really can. Uh, there's there are doctors that specialize in uh, hormone treatments that yes. can help you balance your sex drives to where they match better. Um, so yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, exactly. And and again, we've we've mentioned before, if you are, if you've gone through menopause and maybe that desire is not what it needs to be or used to be, uh, talk to a doctor. That is very treatable. Uh, talk to your physician if you've got some problems with uh, low testosterone or uh, ED or any of those things. Those are things that can be treated that will not just improve your your sex life, but your marriage. Yes. If your spouse is... Now, if you are both content with one time a year, 
man, wonderful. Enjoy it. Enjoy your marriage. There's no rules that say you've got to have sex a certain amount of times a year. But what's wrong or what's bad or what's tough is when you have one spouse that goes, I don't care if we have sex ever again, and another spouse going, I am dying over here Mm -hmm. because there is just no intimacy involved, and that's not healthy. It's not. Okay, so um, if this is your focus, if this is your goal, we've done multiple episodes on this topic you can go back and listen to uh i'd strongly urge you to read a book together and the one that we nearly always recommend is sheet music uncovering the secrets of sexual intimacy by dr kevin lehman Mm -hmm. Uh, you cannot go wrong reading that together Intended so. for Pleasure is another mm-hmm. one of those books that is excellent. These are both written by Christian yes. authors from a Christian standpoint. Um, yeah. Intended for Pleasure. I just went blank. Ed Wheat. Dr. Ed Wheat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a little older book, but man, still fantastic. And yes. it would be great. Okay. Next one. Uh, number five, we're going to be better at praising and encouraging one another more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on the same team. We are um, one another's biggest cheerleaders. So we need to do a good job praising, giving, saying thanks for little things, uh, saying well done, uh, cheering on your spouse at whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. Now, and there's some of you that out there that are thinking, man, I'm, I'm good at that. I, I do that. Uh, some of you are good at that. Trey is good at that. That's not anything that he probably needs to make a goal or focus on because he's got that down. Now, for me, that is something that at any given time, day I could say I need to do better at that I need to I need to focus on that more so this may be one of those where you need to go okay I'm going to pick one and you pick one um, and we'll work on those together Uh, but yeah Um, and this may be something you know you got to work out a plan you got to wake up every morning and go you know what am I thankful for today you may need to start a gratitude journal Um, If you're, you know, if this is something that you really need to make a goal, that's one of the best ways, you know, when you start focusing on what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for, and start your day in that mindset, um, I think it, it will help tremendously. Yeah. If you have a hard time thinking of things like this or looking at it this way, stop and just think and ask yourself, what are the things I'd miss about my spouse if they were gone? And if, if you can't come up with some stuff, there's something off in mm-hmm. there. Now, the opposite of this, when you're given more praise and more encouragement, means you're going to give less criticism. Yes. And you're going to watch your tone more often. And yes. tone is a part of marriage that we all fight, including us. So be a person who is better at giving praise and encouragement than criticism and tone. Yes. You're going to have to overlook some things, bite your tongue, hold some things in, um, and it's very doable. Yes. Very, very doable. Okay, so the next one is uh, maybe you need to focus on being more open and honest with each other. Yes, and if there is some uh, issues with dishonesty in your marriage, then this really needs to be at the top of your list because um, it's really hard to do marriage in a healthy marriage if there is not openness and honesty and just nakedness with one another in not hiding stuff and no secrets. Um, It is really, really hard on your marriage when there are secrets and stuff. So when you can learn to be open and honest about absolutely everything. We posted a 
a post yesterday on Instagram that really touched a nerve with a lot of people, uh, extremely popular. Yeah. This says, do not keep secrets from your spouse. Do not hide friendships um, from your spouse, text messages from your spouse, anything. Openness and honesty is in marriage is not optional. Being 100% truthful will bless your marriage, and that mm-hmm. is exactly right. And so um, maybe you've been done something, maybe you've at some point been dishonest and you've had to come clean. You make it your vow this year to prove to your spouse, I will not do that anymore. I yeah. will be open and I will be honest. Yeah, and and that post did strike a nerve, which tells us there are a lot of marriages that could probably use to make this their their focus and their goal for the year. Um, there were also several comments that, you know, people that would say, well, some people just can't handle the truth. And my, and my first response to that kind of comment was if that's your comment to this, then obviously you don't have a very, you know, you're doing some things that, yeah, 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 something's a little off there. If that's your comment, my spouse can't handle the truth. Well, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Enough said there, but uh, and this could be even being, you know, open and honest about small things. Maybe you, uh, maybe you struggle to stay within your budget and you, you know, you tend to overspend on, on shoes every once in a while or on a new cell phone, whatever. I mean, you know, and, and it's like, well, Don't hide purchases they'll, from they'll you know, I've got to keep yeah. this a secret or whatever. Um. Yeah, be, be honest about big things, about small things, about all the things. So um, if this is something you need to work on, uh, do some research. Like I said, with everything else, you got to make a plan. Uh, we've done past episodes on openness and honesty. Um, if, if there are any episodes you want to go back and listen to and you can't find them, you can reach out to us and we'll uh, send you the link for for these or whatever so yeah, that's exactly right let's talk about this last one last one. Oh, Ooh, this is a good one this is a good one for a lot of couples and it something, was good for yes, us yes something that uh a lot of couples could probably use to make this their focus for the year their goal for the year is to get out of debt yes and maybe not even maybe that's not your complete focus or goal is to get completely out of debt but maybe just better money management in general. Uh, we all need to be better at managing our money. So find a Dave Ramsey course, financial peace. Get online. A church in your area will be offering it. It is a life changer. It changed our marriage. Uh, that was our book we read one year was financial peace. We learned how to get out of debt, and marriage yeah. is a lot more fun without a bunch of debt hanging over your head. And when I say debt. There's always some debt. Sometimes it may be a mortgage or something like that. But when you're sitting there going, I don't think we can pay all these bills this month, you've got some issues there and mm-hmm. you've got to learn how to get out of debt. And Dave Ramsey's really good at that. Yeah. You, you've you you've got to spend less money than you're bringing in. Uh, that's just a given. But there's tons of good books out there that you can read on money management. Dave Ramsey just happens to be the one we used. It was excellent. Uh, We actually took the 12-week course. There's a a course you can take. A lot of churches host these. You might do a search, you know, a Google search for, uh, is it called Financial Peace? Uh, 12 
week. I mean, I don't know. There's a well, certain name for it. You can put in financial can, yeah. piece and put uh, in your zip code. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. So look for one of those classes. There may be one coming up, you know, this year for that you could take. And that is excellent. There's some accountability there. There are people that can help you work through some things. So, um, yeah. yeah, getting out of debt, money management will bless your marriage. Number one reason for divorce in America is money issues. And that's really because that is like a wrecking ball that if you've got a few little cracks in your marriage with communication, with sex, with uh, commun- with whatever it is, and that money issues causes stress that just crack, blows all those open. So don't let, don't let spending more money than you make be something that messes your marriage up. Yeah. Those so, are seven good ones. Those are seven good ones. Hopefully you will give this some thought. Um, you'll talk about it together to figure out, is there one that we need to work on as a couple? Are there one that we each need to work on that might be different? Um, but we're going to, you know, ever so often we're going to ask you, how are you doing on your marriage goals for yeah. this year? Or if you want, we would love nothing more. There's not, if you follow us on social media, reach out to us and say, here's my goal. Hold me accountable to mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Uh, my goal for the year. We would love to hear from you what your marriage goal is for the year. Yes. I love it. Um, a lot to think about, a lot to talk about. And we will do another episode before we go on the cruise yeah. in a we'll week have and a half. We'll have one. So we will have another one that will drop in about... Uh, Eight to ten days. Yep. Sounds good. Y'all have a blessed week. Thank y'all for tuning in and happy 2023 to you and uh, your marriage. Bye.